Ever feel like you're doing this teaching thing alone? You don't have to be. Share Teaching is all about sharing the workload through the power of collaboration and teamwork. Together, we'll walk through all the difficult parts of teaching and learn how to streamline our processes, fine-tune our time management, and develop a more manageable workload. If that sounds like a dream come true to you, then welcome to the Shared Teaching Podcast. Let's share in the teaching to make those dreams a reality. Now here's today's Shared Teaching. Welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Shared Teaching Podcast. I'm your host, Susan, and today we are talking about episode number 57, Opinion Anchor Charts. Which ones are going to be essential for your opinion writing unit, especially if you teach second grade like me? Now, before we dive into today's episode, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about my day. It was a typical Tuesday right after a holiday, and Unfortunately, my schedule got interrupted last minute, which happens because we have to be flexible as teachers. And we did gate testing instead of science today. And I'm quite sad because my kids were going to do a really cool investigation. Shout out to Linda Camp with a K. She has amazing science units if you haven't yet heard of her. So to be postponed for another day. But anyway, I got home and I was just so tired. Do you ever have one of those days? I don't know what it is. I'm not staying up super late. And I just, I had to sleep almost two hours. And now here it is, nine o'clock at night. I'm recording this for you. So you have it tomorrow morning. (laughs) And I'm awake now, unfortunately, but a little bit later than I intended to do things. But anyway, let's dive in today's show. So we're talking about essential opinion writing anchor charts. Now, I feel like anchor charts are a must-have in the classroom, and I usually don't have the time to make it cute and Pinteresty, but I do like to project my charts during lessons. So a lot of times I'm quicker on the computer um, creating something digitally than I am writing it on a poster, especially if I want it to look good and the kids read it because I have horrible handwriting. So I make it digitally. So the opinion writing anchor charts that I'm going to walk you through today are the ones that I've posted in my room during my opinion writing unit, which we're in right now, and the students often reference them frequently. And I just print them on my computer, makes it easy peasy to do, and I hang them up. And there is a trick, if you don't know the trick, if you have a PDF, you can print poster size. I like to take a regular anchor chart, 8.5 by 11 piece of paper. I don't know what I'm saying here. And I print it 150% in the printer settings. So you go to file print on your PDF and you can see like it'll ask you like what type of printing and you choose poster and the percentage I put is 150. It prints it on four sheets of paper. 100 does two, I believe. And so 150 gives you four sheets. And I feel like that's a really decent, adequate size to display on the front of my whiteboard for the kids to see. So um, that's a little trick if you haven't heard it yet. Okay, so the first essential anchor chart that I'm going to, going to mention is my facts and opinions. 
So when I introduce opinion writing, I like to go over what makes an opinion. So for me, that is teaching my students to recognize a fact versus an opinion. And although it seems like a pretty simple concept, the majority of my second graders, especially this year, have really struggled with this concept. So when we review my opinion and fact charts every day before my lessons, it helps them grasp the difference. So every time I'm reviewing these opinion writing charts, I'm providing specific kid-friendly examples. So real quick, I might just be, okay, remember boys and girls, we're learning about opinion writing. And opinion writing is about writing your opinion, not a fact. And I'll say, here are some opinions. I believe, I think, I feel. I believe slime is horrible. And usually I get, what, (gasps) what? Like gas and groans and like complaints against me. (laughs) And then I'll say, I feel there should be longer recess times. I think second grade is the best grade. And those last two, they're usually like, yeah, I think so too. Absolutely, right? And they're agreeing with me. And so the point is that You're just giving them examples. It's guaranteed to get them thinking, get them agreeing, get them disagreeing, but they're joining in on the conversation. So you want to make sure you have some kind of anchor chart displaying the difference of facts and opinions so that when they are writing their opinions, they're very clear on what exactly an opinion is. Okay, the second essential writing anchor chart is stating an opinion. So after I teach my students how to identify the difference between facts and opinions, the next step is to teach the introduction. Now in my second grade class, the introduction and stating their opinion is taught as the same thing. So I always tell them, when you state your opinion, you are introducing it. As I move through my opinion unit, we expand on the introduction to be part of a paragraph. So I haven't forgotten that. I want to always expand their writing. So we start small and then we make it longer as we go. We don't want to start out of the gate doing the paragraph introductions because I want them to really understand what that introduction sentence is. Okay, so like most of my lessons, we're taking those small steps to get to our end goal. And my opinion anchor charts are kept pretty simple so students can just focus on that one skill that I want them to learn for that lesson or series of lessons because a lot of these beginning opinion writing lessons, they're repeated so the students have multiple exposures so they really get this concept down because for me that's really important that they understand the different genre of what opinion writing is before we move on and teach the other content of it. Okay. So, of course, after you state the opinion, you have to provide reasons for the opinion. So, are you noticing a pattern here? (laughs) My recommended opinion rating anchor charts are actually taken from the Common Core Standards, which I use um, in my own classroom. And each poster is based on one of the necessary skills that the standard requires students to learn. And, of course, this next anchor chart is no different. If you want to learn more about how I break down the standard for figuring out my opinion writing lessons, then you want to listen to the last episode that I just did, episode 56, How to Teach Opinion Writing in Primary Grades. Okay, so moving on to providing reasons. So after we talk about what our opinion is and stating it, we move on to providing reasons for our opinion. This is perhaps my most simple anchor chart where students learn the answer to the question why is providing the reason. 
I like to put the linking words on the chart to kind of help students get started in providing multiple reasons. You don't want them just sitting there going, uh, hmm, what should I write about? I don't know. So providing them that stem, that sentence stem, is really going to help them start beginning their sentence. Okay, so after providing reasons for an opinion, the next essential anchor chart is using linking words. Now, of course, my second graders need a bit more discussion and practice with linking words than the previous opinion writing anchor chart. So for second grade, I'm pushing my students beyond using the first, next, and last linking words that they hopefully learned in first grade. First grade teachers, I'm looking at you, so take note, you should be teaching those sequence words. Now, using the linking words anchor chart during my opinion writing unit, I'm wanting students to learn that different linking words are used for different parts of the writing piece. I designed this anchor chart with that in mind by separating the linking words for reasons and then for conclusions. So there's a little line. It's very faint, but it helps just visually divide that there's two different types of linking words. And I make sure to emphasize that point when I teach the lesson. Okay. So we have that what an opinion is, we have what are facts and opinions, stating an opinion, providing reasons for opinion, then using the linking words. And so the last thing in the standard is for students to write a conclusion. So I actually have a series of anchor charts for conclusions because they can be a very difficult concept for second graders. I like to be explicit in my lessons about what the introduction and the conclusion are and that they're closely related together. I really want them to understand that because that's going to help them tremendously moving forward when especially looking at even main topic, right? They're looking for those introductory sentences. So I try to emphasize that in writing because that's going to help them in their reading. Okay. So my initial anchor chart shows students a visual of where they can find a conclusion, right? So I point out that it's at the bottom of that first introductory paragraph. The second anchor chart I introduce references an introductory sentence and a concluding sentence. So they're both on the same page. So I can point out the different word choices between the sentences. I really want students to be able to see that relationship, like I just mentioned, between the two sentences. In fact, we will circle and highlight the common words between those two sentences. So my example um, today was about best pet. So I think I said something about dogs make the best pets. In conclusions, dogs make awesome pets. And we talked about they both have dogs. They both say pet. That's kind of the same thing, whether I'm talking about whether they're the best or they're awesome, I'm talking about dogs as pets. So they were still a little bit confused, but then the activity for the day after I finished my mini lesson on that particular topic was they had to go back to a previous day where they had written an opinion statement and take that opinion statement and then now turn it into a concluding sentence using similar words but changing that description. Okay, so would you like ready-to-use opinion rating anchor charts with a full writing curriculum? I'm betting you're saying yes because I feel like this is a need for many, many teachers, even within my own building, they, they don't know what to write. There's no curriculum purchased for us. And that happens a lot with uh, districts. They just 
I don't know what it is, but they kind of forget about writing and they buy all the curriculum for everything else, but there's not a lot of writing curriculum. So I have a writing curriculum. I've had it for three years now and so embarrassed and I've used it. Now this is my third class I'm using it with. And so I am determined this year to push it out into the world and let other people use it because I really love teaching writing. And I really feel like I have fine-tuned this thing, and it's never going to be perfect, but it just needs to be out in your hands. So you can be one of the first people to get my second grade, and I'm sorry, but it's only second grade at this time, a second grade opinion writing unit when it's ready, and I'm promising for the end of this January, 2023, if you're listening in real time, that's just a couple weeks away. So I am going to upload just a thumbnail and preview in Teachers Pay Teachers, or TPT they're calling it now, (laughs) Um, and I'm going to start pre-selling it. As soon as you listen to this episode, it should be available in my store to buy, but you cannot download it because it's not in there yet, so I hope you understand that. It's a pre-sell, so I'm selling it before it's finished, but I promise you it is about 90% finished because I've used it with my own class. I have the slides. I just need to type up the teacher lesson plans, and then that baby will be finished. Okay, so the unit includes over 300 teacher slides, and they walk you step-by-step through all of the mini lessons. Then there are student worksheets that are in print and digital formats, So you can either decide whether you want paper copy or a digital copy. You can assign students in Google Classroom the digital copy for them to use. Or like I said, right now I'm actually printing packets, but I have used the digital copy with two different classes. This is the first class I'm actually using the printable hard copies with. And I feel like it's going really well. So each week I just make their little packet of the lessons that we're doing that week. And they keep the packet in their desk all week long. And when I say it's writing time, they get that packet out. Or you can put it in your writing folder, which I should be doing. Usually I do have writing folders. (laughs) This year things are a little bit messy, I'll be honest. Okay. And then I'm also having the printable anchor charts including the ones that you'll see in this post. If you go to shareteaching.com, you can look for this latest post of an opinion writing anchor charts, and you can see what they actually look like. If you don't want to just refer to the podcast episode, I always have a blog post that has images, and then you can read through the material again if you have a hard time digesting what I'm saying in the podcast. Because I know I have that problem sometimes, and I'm like, I just need to see it in print. So I do offer both formats. Okay, so pre-sale before the end of January, it will be in your downloads on TPT. So you buy it now at a fantastic price, and then you can download it when it's available the end of this month in January. You're going to get those teacher slides. I feel like an infomercial. (laughs) You're going to get the teacher slides. You'll get the student digital slides. You'll get the student print um, activities. You'll get the anchor charts, and then you're going to get written out lesson plans for every single day. So super easy to follow. And I do the I do, we do, you do teaching format. So the slides are built in as you go through that day's lesson. You'll see that progression in the slides. And some are very short, five-minute lessons, 10-minute lessons. 
The only ones that are longer is if you happen to read a book that goes with it. Okay, so again, you're going to be able to do that from my TPT store, or you can go to this blog post on my website, shareteaching.com, and you're going to look for the uh, Essential Opinion Writing Anchor Charts post, and it will be under the Literacy tab, and you can check that out and see if you're interested in purchasing it. Okay, so I always love to hear from listeners. So if you are using anchor charts, and I hope you are, and I've missed any that you think are very essential when teaching opinion writing, please share out so more people can learn. It is shared teaching after all. So I do not want to be the only one over here talking to myself. I would like you guys to have some input and collaborate with me as well. So you can always go to Apple Podcast and leave a review and leave a comment about this episode. If something really resonated with you or you want to share about your anchor charts, that is a good place you can put them. So anyone listening to this podcast, also on Apple Podcasts, will be able to see those comments. All right. Thank you so much for being a listener and stay tuned for next week. We'll bring you a whole new episode. Bye for now. If you've loved this show, then join me in sharing the teaching, hitting that subscribe button, and leaving us a review on iTunes so we can be found by more teachers like you who are ready to start sharing the workload. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Find new episodes each week on shareteaching.com. Thanks for listening to the Share Teaching Podcast.